Welcome to the teacher's cup of coffee. Who can name the brain of the cell? What is the product of six times seven? How many states are there in America? What year was the Treaty of Versailles signed? Jose faced questions like these throughout his schooling experience, and he definitely knew the drill. Stay quiet, look straight ahead, pretend to be thinking, really be thinking about the video games he will play after school, and most importantly, wait for the quote-unquote smart kids to keep the teacher happy by answering. Jose really had it down to a science. By the time he was in 11th grade, he figured that he spent about 30 minutes each day truly engaged in school. The rest of the time he did the fake out and waited for the smart kids to answer the questions. Susan Brookhart wrote an incredible article for this month's Educational Leadership Magazine entitled, Start with Higher Order Thinking. She provides many strategies that can help every lesson encourage students to think deeply and can help keep our own Jose's engaged and on their toes during learning. She echoed a lot of our first dive into the art of questioning, including designing three, two to three open-ended questions for every lesson we teach. Over the next five minutes, we will focus on three of her ideas that can be implemented tomorrow in your classroom. Brookhart idea number one, introduce a fictional student. As Brookhart states, students sometimes find it easier to critique an idea if the object of their criticism is a fictional student. As teachers, we can describe the thinking of a fictional student in order to have students critique this thinking. For example, in social studies, the teacher could say, Sarah, who I had a few years ago, stated that World War II occurred mostly due to the fact that America was not liked around the world and different ideologies emerged aimed at ending America's reign as a superpower. Do you agree or disagree with Sarah, and why? Or in math, you could put the steps and solution to a problem on the board and say, this is how Jamal solved this problem. Do you agree with his answer? Why or why not? By using fictional students to present thinking and having students critique and question this thinking, we move quickly from closed questions with right-wrong answers to higher-order questions that require students to analyze thinking and critique it in productive ways. For whatever reason, using these fictional students really does engage students and bring them in on the thinking. Brookhart idea number two. Let's get away from retelling and let's get into deep thinking. So often, even with the best of intentions, we ask questions or give assignments that require students to digest information and then regurgitate that information. This doesn't require them to understand it or remember it, but simply to take it in and spit it back out. Brookhart's example of this is perfect. In a science classroom, instead of just having students choose a planet and make a poster about its characteristics, we could assign the following, according to Brookhart. You are one of a new generation of astronauts. You have been asked to help decide what planet you'd like to settle and why. Look at the characteristics of each of the eight planets in the solar system and decide which one you'd want to settle and why. Describe the planet, the challenges it would present, and some of the equipment you'd need to settle it. 
This assignment will require students to understand the differences between the planets and then think critically and creatively about where they would settle and why. This will go way past simply retelling facts about the planet and will consequently engage students in high-level think, high thinking and analysis. Brookhart idea number three. Give students time to think about questions and then respond to one another. This can be best accomplished through the age-old technique of think-pair-share followed by cold call. Ask your high-level question. Then give students a specific amount of time to think quietly about their responses. Think quietly. This could be as short as 10 seconds or much longer if you choose. This will give all students time to process their thinking. After the quiet thinking time, give students 30 seconds to two minutes to turn to a partner and discuss their responses. This will give students time to compare their thoughts and change their thinking if they decide to. Then, use cold call to randomly call on students to share their thinking or share the thinking of their partners. This will let all students know that they could be called upon and therefore they will be held accountable for thinking about the high-level question that you asked. This whole process can take a few minutes, but if it is a high-level question that you asked and this process ensures that all students engage and think in thinking and reflecting on the question, it could be the most important few minutes of the entire lesson. We all know that we have students like Jose who are just doing what they can to not be bothered in our room. They are avoiding any deep thinking and they are doing just enough work to remember as much as they can for each test and then let all of that information right out of their brain the minute the test ends. Frankly, especially in science class, I was one of these students. I memorized what I could, I avoided any deep thinking, I never answered any questions, and I regurgitated all my information on all the tests, only to leave 12 years of science education without much of a deep understanding of, everything, of anything. When we plan two to three high-level questions for each lesson, we make sure that we are getting students to analyze information and think critically, all of which leads to much deeper understanding. When we ask these questions, we can use fictional students to help students engage, or we can create learning experiences that require much more than retelling, or we can structure think-pair-shares that utilize cold call to provide accountability for the thinking. All of these strategies from Brookhart bring our classrooms a step closer to high-level thought that will lead to Jose and other students like him actually engaging in our intended learning. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, share us with your friends, tweet us with questions and thoughts, or email us topic ideas or questions to teacherscupofcoffee at menloed.com. That's at M-E-N-L-O-E-D.com. We promise to keep delivering short bursts of ideas and energy to hopefully motivate and inspire you once a week. Most importantly, have a great week. Keep doing all those incredible things you do in your school and classroom. Thanksgiving break is right around the corner. Keep the energy up. Keep the optimism up. And we hope you enjoyed your cup of coffee. Everybody no more sleeping in bed. Ah.